This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Oh, what a treat we have for you this morning, or I had, so I get to share it with you as we are finally getting to the fifth chapter, which would be the hey chapter of the uh, Song of Songs, and this is certainly a mouthful of a verse, uh, verse one, which, you know, as always is a verse, and it's such an interesting verse in so many different ways, and I'm so glad I did the review yesterday because it unlocked a secret here that I would not have seen before. So I think you're going to be excited when you hear what I have for you today. So to read this verse in English, it says, I am come into my garden, my sister, my spouse. I've gathered my myrrh with my spice. I've eaten my honeycomb with my honey. I have drunk my wine with my milk. Eat, oh friends, drink. Yea, drink abundantly, oh beloved. And so, man, oh man, oh man, (laughs) a lot of the imagery that we've used throughout this book, and you might remember yesterday we talked about the connection between wine and dove, right? And as I looked at this verse, I saw something I had not seen, and all of a sudden it just unlocked, like, oh my goodness, he's been talking about it since the very first chapter. And he talks about it in the second chapter, and he talks about it in the third chapter. The fourth chapter, he really drives it home. And here we have a chance to enjoy the wine with the milk. And I see finally why it is that Jacob's blessing, I've been wondering this for years and years, maybe you have too, (laughs) that when Jacob blessed Jesus, when he blessed Judah, excuse me, he said that his eyes would be like wine and his teeth like milk. Well, you know, we've talked about it and talked about it that yesterday we discovered that the word dove has everything to do with wine, right? It's actually wine expressed as the word dove. And so if Jesus's eyes, as it says in Genesis, right? Genesis 49, 12, his eyes shall be red with wine and his teeth white with milk. Well, if you see that, then you go, oh my goodness, we have Jesus's eyes. <laughs> when he says, you've got dove eyes, I, all of a sudden the light just came on and I felt really like, oh my goodness. And light would be a good word because ayin, you know, that word in Hebrew is two yuds and a, a, a nun. So it's like this unbelievable starstruck wonder of faith, right? And when you look in a believer's eyes, you see that they have Jesus's eyes, especially that childlike wonder and that light. And so why Jesus' eyes were filled with that star-struck wonder, of course they are. And so his kids have his eyes. (laughs) And I thought about, oh, my goodness. And then when you think about this, that it says his teeth were white with milk, right? And so how did Jesus describe, or how did the the beloved describe his bride? He said, we have have white teeth too. (laughs) We have milk teeth. In other words, we not only have Jesus' eyes, We have his teeth, which is also spectacular because with those teeth, we chew on his word, right? And based on what he's given us, I mean, I'm telling you, it's just spectacular. And so when you look at this this verse, it's really unique. And essentially, uh, he's calling us his friends. And, And you can't help but see this as a picture of the party that Solomon threw when he dedicated the temple. And, and clearly the Jews teach along that line that they did. There was a lot of wine. There was a lot of food. They had a big party. 
But most of all, they had fellowship with one another. But the other thing that I think it really drives home, and I think as we go through the fifth or hey expression of Jesus's love um, throughout this chapter, you're going to see that this particular party is with the disciples, <laughs> and specifically the 12, right? These guys had a fellowship that was un. Believable, and they had that fellowship with Jesus. And it was not unusual at all that they were wondering about this, wondering about that because they had Jesus' eyes, but they drank plenty of wine with him as well. And then clearly he spent a lot of time in his word and they chewed on his word with those white teeth. And you get the picture that, that, that clearly as we are disciples, you know, we get to spend time with him and we literally – if you've ever been in a great gathering of believers and you opened your mouth to be filled with the Spirit, right? Get not drunk on wine, but get drunk on the Spirit. As you filled your mouth to be filled with the Spirit, you know, you know that feeling like you're in heaven. And so, you know, I, I, I was just at this Man Up conference and there were a lot of believers and a lot of men I heard talk about you know, gee, when you get a bunch of believers all together, you get this sense of God's presence and the Holy Spirit does come in miraculous ways. But there is an even more intimate kind of thing that I have experienced, and uh, I'm so blessed with my band of brothers, you know, where, where there's really more like eight to ten of us. And after we have served the Lord throughout a, a day at boot camp and shared talks and shared intimate stuff that – you talk about a time where I feel like you can drink your fill and get intoxicated, laughing till your belly hurts, you know, feeling completely, you know, the difference between this large group and the smaller group is the sense of unitedness, right? Because when you're in the smaller group or what they felt like in 12 or maybe even in the three when it was John and Peter and Paul, excuse me, John and Peter and James and Jesus, that close belonging and intimacy, like you are really his favorite and all these people want you there. Well, that's the feeling to me when you're in that unity that comes. And, and when you look in this verse, there are heths, which is that idea of unity all over it. And the word milk is that letter and kingdom, right? So you feel like you're in heaven because you are in the kingdom. And that idea of milk itself is kind of where I land on this particular verse, this go, man, if I could just always have that feeling, that feeling of milk. So I know we've talked about it time and again, and I even did a whole podcast just on the wonders of milk, but I want to just revisit it because I think it's so important that we have Jesus's teeth <laughs> and this idea of milk teeth, right? So the word milk is a het and a lamed and a bet. And so if I could just spend another minute that that het is this idea of being united with Christ. And the, and the letter lamed is that idea of our hearts being united with Christ. And the letter bet is as a brother in the kingdom. And so, you know, that, that enlightened, united teaching of the kingdom family and, and so we're in that kingdom family. There's a place that only can feel like that, and it's, it's unbelievably wholesome, but it's also unbelievably like grace. And, of course, you know the, the word grace starts with that same letter, het, and you can certainly feel that grace when you're in community that give you those milk teeth, okay? And so 
you know, as this verse so clearly calls us his friends, right? And, and you get this idea of that, yes, you're the beloved, but and it even ends the verse with saying, oh, my beloved, right? But he also refers to us as friends, which you can't help but think of the Gospel of John, where he says, I've called you friends. In other words, all that is is as we are disciples and in community, there's a sense of belonging, a sense of grace, a sense of wonder that's in our wine eyes and our milk teeth. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I've enjoyed sharing it today. Thank you for listening. Thank you.